This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Okay, so we're on the phone again, which is, again, it's a little bit of a buzzkill, but you know what? We're going to show up anyway. Yeah, we're here. The thing is, is I actually got a negative test result, and so I don't think that I'm of any danger to you. Um, and I've been back at work and everything, but my boyfriend has it now. <laughs> oh my! Well, and, and in full disclosure, I did say, "Hey, do you want to do this in person today?" So I was willing well, to come to your house. The problem is, so he has it. So now we're out at his farm isolating because it's just like, why the hell right. are you going to stay in the city? I've been going right. back in and working some, um, but yeah, honestly, I was going to tell you about what happened last night because I have no idea what's going to come out of my mouth because I, I've been up since three thirty. Oh no. Um, but I was laying there, and all of a sudden I heard beep, and I like lay there a second because I like woke up, you know, in the middle of the night. You're like, "What the fuck is that?" And I hear beep, and it was the smoke detector. Why does the smoke detector always run out of batteries in the middle, oh, of, in the middle the of the night? night. Every fucking the, time, every, every time. time. And like he was asleep in like a deep sleep, and so I felt really guilty being like, "Hey." can you go uh, change the smoke detector battery? <laughs> and so I, I didn't know where it was. And I'm just like, oh, so I start turning my sound machine up so loud. I mean, it's literally my ears were hurting because the sound machine was so loud next to me. <laughs> but I just was like trying to drown out that noise. But you know, it's like when you know the noise is there, you cannot not hear it. Like oh, it was well, just... I- my dog, one of my dogs is terrified of that noise. Oh, yeah. And I, it's like I have to deal with it. And in my house, because the living room is two stories, no matter which one it is, it echoes. So you can't really tell which one it is. So oh. it's like a game of cat and mouse. You're like, you have to like wait until you're certain which one. It, and it's like, oh, my God, it's 3 o'clock in the morning. I just want to go back to sleep. Totally. So at 530, he actually got up to pee and I was like, yes. Oh my God, he's awake. <laughs> and he got up and then I heard him kind of, I was going to let him come back in and then be like, Hey babe, can you go check that sound? I mean that, uh, see, I don't even, I can't even talk. Um, that smoke detector thing, but he heard it. So then I hear him rummaging around trying to get it off. He comes back in and I'm like, you heard that? And I was like, yes. I was like, it's been going off since three <laughs> thirty, And it's just like, he was just so, he was like, why is, cause I said, it's always at night. And he was like, who invented this? There has to be a better way right like how do we time it up so that it's not happening at night like it can't obviously be plugged in because that would defeat the purpose but it's just like there has to be something so if someone Some out of there them are, are actually hardwired they're building houses now where they're hardwired what so. if the house is on fire um i mean i don't know yeah that's why i guess you're not the person who built it right but well <laughs> they're not fire detectors they're smoke detectors True, true, true. So it's, you know, once it's on fire, you're fucked. You're probably fucked anyway. Right. That's a Um, good point. 
Yeah, that's crazy. It's there. It's literally the worst sound in the world, too. It's just awful, and it's yeah. like, yeah. So I'll probably be asleep at like eight tonight. But um, anyway, well, what, a su- what a sweet girlfriend you were. Thank um, you. By you know just. <laughs> Like strapping it on and going back to bed instead of waking strapping up your sick boyfriend. So, so at casual. Um, speaking of, of COVID, my my neighbor has it, and so I'm not allowed to see them. Oh like, wow! Stay away. Yeah, I mean, you know, the interesting thing is, like, and I'm not at all trying to downplay this pandemic because it's very serious. But our experience was pretty mild, and so, and like, there's this weird relief in a way that I feel, which. Obviously, I know I still need to wear a mask. I still need to be very cautious and all of these things. But like, I I mean, I think you can get it again, but your likelihood is less. And so there's this like weird, like peace. I didn't even realize I was carrying around so much anxiety about getting it, you know? So like, it's like had it. All right. Been there, done that. Because you were hiding on the farm too. So it's like, I think your anxiety was probably lower because you were being so incredibly careful. Totally. Well, it was like the second I went back to Nashville, boom, right. got it. Boom. Like, of course. Well, and my neighbor, like her husband hasn't tested positive. So, but he basically, they told him not to go to work. Yeah. And well, he's if, been exposed he's, either way. Yeah. He's been exposed. So if there's any symptoms, he has to quarantine quarantine for 14 days after the first symptom. Quarantine. So, that sounds quarantine. like the sassy way to quarantine. So sounds I'm way like, more fun, tell me actually. if y'all need, because like they, they can't like leave the house to do anything. I know. So that was us. Know. Yeah. We yeah, had to get I'll, people to deliver groceries and all kinds right, of stuff. Right, actually, so. this post, we ordered Postmates one night and like, um, I was trying to get her to, he was on a conference call. And so I was trying to get her to leave it at the door, but she started to walk up. And so I wanted to give her forewarning to just drop it and not knock on the door and like, whatever. Oh, and I had my mask on, but I opened it and like, I panicked and I go, Hey, can you just drop it right here? And she was like, wait, what? And I go, I have COVID. And she literally, oh, she like she literally stopped in her tracks and was like backing up. It's like, people are so scared of you when you have it. Yeah. It was, that was actually the hardest part for me. And I've said this a million times now, but the isolation and the way that people react to you when you actually have it, the emotional toll that that takes, the mental toll that that takes was for me way worse than the physical stuff. It was crazy. Um, but yeah, so I think they're trying to kind of lower the stigma. I've been telling people around that about that too, is like, just be gentle with how you react to people. Cause like you already feel like shit and you already have to isolate alone you know, like I had, I was in the same house as my boyfriend, but we were not near each other because we didn't know he was positive for like a couple days of, or probably like five days of me having it. And so, um, yeah, it's just really isolating. It's sad. Anyway, I digress, but, um, we wanted to start this week We've been going through the inbox and we love getting all the feedback from you guys. We have some questions we're going to answer because we do like to follow through with that when you guys send them in. So they're stacking up. So we're going to go ahead and pick, we picked out some of our favorite ones and we're going to go through those today. Um, But we did want to start, Chip, I haven't even told you about these yet, but we've gotten a lot of just like positive feedback from people. And there was two that I wanted to read because they were addressing some of the things we've talked about. This one comes from Kelsey. It's actually Dr. Kelsey John. And she is referencing the podcast we did about um, the fluid nature of sexuality that, you know, we're feeling. And I thought she had some really interesting points. So here's what she said. She said, hey, Kelly, I wanted to share some thoughts. I'm actually a gender and native studies professor, and we have these discussions in our classes. I like that your podcast reflects lots of feminist ideas for popular audiences. On the Sliding Scale podcast, I think it's socially acceptable for women to experiment because masculine social gender identities are built on the aspect of masculinity that is dominance. In gender studies, we have We have this concept called heteropatriarchy, meaning that the societal system privileges both heterosexuality and patriarchy, meaning men have power over women and the two uphold each other. This social system causes lots of hurts for anyone who doesn't fit in, i.e. a powerful woman, a trans person or a gay person, etc., So if a woman experiments, it doesn't challenge the hierarchy of societal power in the same way, because unfortunately, patriarchy and male dominance through sexual and gender violence is built into societal fabric, which Mm. she she actually said she thought we reflected 
this connection and sentiment when I said um, that I felt safer making out with a woman rather than men at parties, which I, you know, remember I said that like when yeah, remember, totally. back in the day when I was wild and crazy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so she said, lastly, most native cultures were gender. Most native cultures were gender sexual fluid before colonization. Lots of communities called this two spirit where gender nonconforming people are privileged in native worldviews. Native communities were actually some of the first people to critique the gender and sexuality binary because it's not traditional to us. I thought this was fascinating. Totally fascinating. So really, I'm not that off with uh, the making out with girls. I mean, no, you, they... you're, you're just vintage. You're like <laughs> totally vintage. vintage. Like vintage sexuality. Uh, but you're I thought... colonial. Totally... You're like pre-colonial. You know, if there's one word that I would use to describe me, it's colonial. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the first thing that pops to mind. It's all that candle making you do. <laughs> right. The two spirit. I mean, anyway, I thought it was just really interesting. And it is such, we were actually right on the money when we talked about um, men, just like men not experimenting and the reason being masculinity and dominance, you know, that was, remember I said that, like it was, it's this weird thing it, just in my head for no reason that if I thought that a man had experimented with another man, I would be thrown by it just because it doesn't seem extremely masculine to me, which right. is really weird. Which is a, a breakdown of the patriarchy, which just proves that, like, you've been programmed to think. Oh, I'm so programmed. Are you kidding? You know what I mean? It's yes. crazy. Like, I mean, I feel like crazy. I'm constantly having to reprogram my brain just as a woman in general of what is normal, what is right for me, what is what is programming and what is like what I actually want, you know? Right. It's right. really, really interesting. I, uh, I mean, not to make this at all political but even um during the um rnc i don't even know her name um this this woman who i want to smack said in a godly system the husband gets the final vote she's basically saying like she said um she wants just one vote per household oh my gosh and in a godly system the husband gets the final say is what she said a woman said that yeah I would not so, be I friends mean, with that woman. That, that is patriarchal. <laughs> that's patriarchal programming. Though, yes, you know? yeah, it you is. definitely would not be friends with her. And look, whatever she, people are entitled to their opinion. That is not the way my household will be run. She, this, that, this woman, I forget her name. She also used to run Planned Parenthood, and now is like an anti-abortion person. Sure. So, of course, yeah. naturally, it makes sense. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, my computer Sounds just did fun. something weird. Oh, anyway, I appreciated that email from Dr. John. Uh, she said, "I hope this is." This was helpful. P.S. I think you'd be a great women's and gender studies student. Actually, when I first read it, thought she said that I would be like an interesting study for them. And I was like, God, you make out with one girl. <laughs> you make out with one girl. Uh, one girl. I like that it's well, become one. one. I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Suddenly you're innocent. Uh, anyway. Okay. So now this, is a, this one comes from Sarah. I think it's Reedy or Reddy. This is gonna, you're going to really enjoy this one, Chip. This is why I had to okay. read this. Hi, Kelly. I'm a therapist and I listen to your podcast. I love it and love how you take the stigma away with so many issues by talking so freely. In one of the most recent At Casual episodes, you commented about online, online sex therapy certification. Remember we said, should we get certified? Oh my God, yeah. She said, there is this program that has a lecture series that goes towards certification. I think you might have to have another degree to actually be certified, but maybe you could fall under the education header. But I think that's excessive for what you need. However, you might be interested in virtually attending some of the training, so I linked it below. Uh, I also thought you might be interested in another resource. Rosie is an app that specifically addresses low libido and sexual dysfunction in women, and it's pretty awesome to have as a resource. I'm sure Lindsay Harper, who's an OBGYN and the founder, would also be happy to come on the podcast at some point to talk about it. Let me know and I can help facilitate that. So if you guys are interested in low libido and sexual dysfunction for women, let me know because I actually thought that would be a really interesting topic and maybe we could have Dr. Harper on to talk about that. But we did address that. I couldn't remember if we addressed it in women or in men. Do you remember, Chip? I can't remember if we did it in women. I mean, we I definitely remember like this is going to sound so crude, but we, we talked about dr dryness. 
And oh, women. right. So I wonder if in, in that conversation we ever referenced like just like low libido. Yeah. Um, we, I mean, we, we definitely talking... talked about like women being tired and, True. you know, not wanting to have to, f- you know, fulfill that that role. I'm doing air quotes that role at the end of the night and just sort of be a be there for her husband. We've mm-hmm. talked about that, mm-hmm. but I don't know if it was ever because her libido was low. It was just her dap. Yeah. Her dry, her dry ass pussy. (laughs) (laughs) All joking aside, Chip made that comment last week, and I thought it was really funny in the WAP podcast. The WAP podcast got a lot of messages, and we're going to get to some of those. Well, one of those specifically Uh, later. Um, It did get a lot of positive uh, feedback too, though, Chip. Just so you know, I got a lot of DMs, and we got some emails too. This one's from Brianna. She says, "One of the things I absolutely love is that you guys always address topics fabulously." may not always agree with everything. That's the beauty of everyone being able to have their own opinion. But I always love the fact. Thank you. Hey, man, sister. I always love the fact that you address some hard topics. Sometimes you give me a different perspective. Sometimes I learn something new about a topic I didn't know about. Thank you. I mean, and isn't that the whole point? Like, I know that like it's us and listeners, but this is supposed to be a conversation. You know, it's, it, this isn't just you and me spouting off our opinions as the gospel. Like it's, I right. love that she she said like, hey, sometimes I, I look at something differently after hearing what you say, and that's the whole point of communication. And you, you and I have talked about this over and over and over, but we try to make a big point here that we are not experts, we're not sex therapists, we're not therapists in general. We're not, we're not, you know, trying to say that our voice is the end all be all we're just giving our opinions just like you would ask your friend for an opinion and we're just having hard conversations that a lot of people don't want to talk about and trying to normalize them and taking the stigma away like it was said earlier um and trust me i'm sure i've given my friends bad advice you know like i always try to give the best advice or the best thought but like i'm not sometimes days i'm like i don't even know if i know the alphabet so but I always approach things with heart and honesty. So that's that's what I bring. That's what I feel like I'm trying to bring to this. Right. Well, and also, so. I just want to say this, too. Like, we're stating opinions. I'm not, like, holding a gun to anyone's head being like, this is how you should live your life. Like, this is like what your experience should be, too. It's just like, here's been my experience. And if you can relate to that, cool. If you can take anything away from it, cool. If you disagree with it cool like it doesn't matter it's this is we're just talking about what we think um is interesting and stating an opinion and we try to give both sides as much as possible and i think we actually do so i feel proud and have of fun show. with it so you know and act fucking casual if yeah get the stick out of your ass people like I'm sure we're going to let somebody have it next. Well, but. okay. <laughs> nice transition. So basically the reason we're like sort of saying this is, you know, obviously last week in the WAP episode where we talked about Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion's new song WAP. Um, I told you. Isn't it, it WAP? Oh, is it? I say WAP. I'm like WAP, WAP, WAP. So they say. Um, <laughs> she says WAP in the song. Wow. Oh, I would say I would say. Ass has an ass, so I say whap. Okay, well, I mean, that makes sense for you, that you would have a yeah. whap, you know? A whap, like a dap. <laughs> like a dap. Um, so, I basically, I told you guys that it was one of the most polarizing things that I've ever said on my Instagram. I mean, shockingly, because a lot of shit's gone down on my Instagram. <laughs> but so many people were just like so hardcore one way or so hardcore the other way. And most people were just saying it like their opinion, like what we were just saying, but there was this one and she would not stop on me. And I just, for some reason, you know, I've gotten pretty good. Like the block feature on Instagram is my favorite tool and I've used it a shit ton this year because there's just no use, you know, like I used to engage sometimes in trolls and like, cause they just know exactly what to say to you. Cause they always, know exactly where to target that hurts the most and sometimes you just can't help yourself but to fire back you know especially catch me on some PMS days and it's like I cannot stop myself but I just learned like it doesn't do any good there's the more you engage the more hate you get and it's best if you can to just ignore it block them whatever so this lady though I mean she's messaged me before honestly because we had some like stuff in the, the background and like seemingly very normal 
Also, she told me she's a therapist. So, like, I think, I guess I put therapists on a higher pedestal, and I just think that they, I kind of expect them to control their behavior a little more. But she went in on us about this WAP, or WAP, whatever. I'm pretty sure it's WAP, actually, um, podcast. And so I'm going to read what she said, and then we're going to talk about this. She said, ugh. Oh, no. Empowering? I just can't right now. Too much negativity in the damn world to educate people. Again, if people are stupid enough to think that this is actually a way for women to empower themselves, it's absolutely sad and so messed up, and my mind does not have the mental capacity to properly verbalize why. It's like how when a black Oriole were called the N-words by white slave owners and pieces of crap and then tried tried to feel like they had some power black people calling themselves the n-word or when young girls were molested and raped and they became extremely promiscuous and started having sex for money and using men just like they were used they felt better bullshit as a therapist this does not heal the wounds the brokenness the damage it perpetuates it arg i'm mad fuck I'm mad but I have no more energy to explain this crap anymore to people like you with a platform making it worse <laughs> ah. oh I'm sorry I thought it was over I just realized it's not <laughs> um, <laughs> wait well, where I was mean, the, the, the point, oh the yeah point you that she should educate about, yeah look the points about like the n-word and like the sex work and stuff like that we're not <laughs> that is not the solution but I understand the thought behind why those things happen, you know? Yeah. I mean, and I, that, and that's what we were saying. It's, I guess it's, I'm just like, literally even just reading it again. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> like, I was talking yeah. about a rap song. What are you talking about here? Like, I just don't, I think what we were trying to do was just talk about the phenomenon that this has taken over, like on our, in our culture and how much, controversy it's created and like everyone's entitled to their opinion 100% and if you don't like it I actually understand why it's aggressive you know it's a lot but like to go so hardcore about it just felt it felt way over the top and then also when she starts saying that I'm doing bad things you know I, I think I don't appreciate I really do try to use my platform for the most good that I can and I do try to educate as much as I can and talk openly about, you know, my, my life and my imperfections and all this stuff. And it's hard sometimes. Like you're just not going to please everybody. And I do the best that I can to keep it positive. But I was just like, hold up a second. Like I am not sitting here saying that this is the end all be all. And everyone needs to think the way that I do. I was just like, this is how I feel about it. And it doesn't offend me and blah, blah, blah. And like, the other thing is, is I understand trauma and I understand, um, everything she's saying in this. Like I have a lot of my own trauma and I've done a lot of fucking therapy around it. And it just like was so, um, short sighted and uneducated to me, her, her response. Like it was just, she wasn't even seeing the bigger picture, you know? Well, she, she also admitted that she wasn't even articulating what she was thinking. So rather than reacting, why don't you take a deep breath? And articulate your point rather than just throwing daggers. It's counterproductive. I couldn't help myself. I responded, which I shouldn't well, have engaged. You, but you did. You did throw a peace sign, so that was. I said, "You are a therapist, and you're attacking me because I have a different opinion than you. I'm entitled to my opinion, and so are you. But I'm not telling you that you can't have yours. Sounds like you may need to do some work of your own. Peace out. <laughs> peace out. Peace out. Anyway, I really want to read her handle because I think I'm still pissed about it. But (laughs) instead, (laughs) I am just going to send her some love and light and also just reiterate that we are stating opinions here. Um, But this was sort of the topic we wanted to talk about because it kind of goes into a a sex and dating question or topic that we've got uh, some emails about or yeah, text messages, whatever about, um, but it's the, the keyboard warrior kind of thing or like keyboard courage is actually the name of it, but how people, I mean, sit behind 
their phones, their computers, and they are so confident to say things that they would never say in real life. Like, I guarantee you, if this woman saw me on the street, she's not coming up to me to say this. She's going to talk about me behind my back, maybe, but there's no chance she's walking up to me to say, listen, I listened to that podcast of yours, and here's what I think. Like, she just wouldn't. That has not been my experience with these kind of people. But the negativity that they spit is so insane. Like, I mean, I've mentioned this a couple of times, but this year I've experienced it to a whole nother level and it's literally bullying. Like it's, it's just insanity that happens and the shit that people say. And I have not understood. I'm like, how do you have the confidence to say that? Um, Yeah. I mean, it's because there's so few repercussions when you just do it like Exactly. I mean, I'm I'm always blown away by the nastiest things that get said online to artists or yeah, you know, influencers or whatever. Like, it's always from profiles that like don't have a picture, aren't following anybody, they've never posted. So it's like I I feel like people have these like fake profiles that they can just go in and just to be fucking nasty. I'm sure. I think there's there's that, and then, yeah, they're always, like, the private accounts where you can't see anything, and I'm like, open up your page. Let me comment on a couple of your <laughs> pictures here. Right, they're always private. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're either not real people. They're, like, they're like the people in your life who want to say the negative things, but they create those fake profiles, or they're just people who don't have a life of their own. Like, I, I thought to myself, I was like, if you spend so much of your time hating me, like, that's a really sad about your life actually like that you can spend so much time emailing me or commenting on some stupid picture or just giving that much of a fuck about anyone else's life or what they're doing at all to me is like a sad statement about your life but there is an actual term for this it's called keyboard courage like it's a real thing and it says a quality or characteristic displayed by a person through the wit- written word that this person would not or ordinarily possess. Another definition is the confrontational attitude exhibited by someone via an anonymous entry to an internet web page or posting. A third one says an attitude demonstrated by someone when they realize that actions taken by them or words written by them across a computer connection will have little, if any, personal repercussions. And lastly, a false bravery possessed by an individual who does not possess the true quality in person. And so we're talking about it right now in like a bullying, um, uh, the keyboard warrior type way. But what you've been getting some feedback about is on the dating sites, people saying uh, very sexual, like crude things early on via the actual app right yeah or, or via text so i you know the, the instances that i brought up i have a friend who is um she's been using dating sites and um i mean to to some degree of success and and partly you know she's also like maybe she's just trying to like call some um some some ideas for a rom-com that she's gonna write later in her life but <laughs> she she was seeing this guy and it was a, a very new thing. Um, she had had sex with him. Um, it, Cause this one, she was like, she knew from the get go that it wasn't going to be a long term thing, but she was okay. like, he was fun and he was cute. So she decided to sleep with him and she had had sex with him a couple of times. And one day she, um, she received a, now my phone's locked. She received a text message from him yeah. out of the blue that read, hey, I wanted to take your temperature if you'd be open to fucking another guy while I watched. I mean, bold. <laughs> and um, she wrote back, I can't, I can't tell if you're kidding. What did he say? And he said, I mean, and well, she said, I can't tell if you're kidding. And then she added something like, you know, call me a prude, but I'm kind of like a monogamous girl. Yeah. And he wrote back, I mean... I was going to let you pick the guy. I'm sure there's plenty of guys who want to fuck you. He's like, he's like, oh, no, no. I'm, you must have misheard I mean, me. I was going to let you pick the guy. She, she sent it to me while I was actually, um, we were on a, a Zoom meeting together. And she saw my face react to the text. I thought I was going to fall out of my chair. Yeah. I, 
I, I just don't understand having that kind of courage to ask somebody that. Like, right. I get it if you're like in a relationship and like you're feeling like you need to spice things up and you really know each other. But to do that, like, I mean, to me, it's actually kind of insulting because it, it there's almost like a a hint of like, I have no respect for you, yeah. you know, and granted, she had made the choice that this was casual for her, but like, still, I don't, I don't think she probably told him, by the way, I'm just fucking you, you know? Sure. Like, I mean, well, I guess she got her answer on if he's like a person she wants to be with long term yeah. or not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If she was so. at all debating. It was interesting when I was, uh, we were talking about this earlier. I Googled it just to see what would come up. And like there was this whole article on um, the Washington Post that was talking about how dating apps have have actually maybe inhibited people's ability to, you know, to communicate in real life or to flirt in real life. And I was thinking about it. I'm like, you think like the fact that you have like hung out with a girl a couple of times and then you're like, Hey, by the way, would you be cool with like fucking another guy and letting me watch? Like that is just right. so bold. Like you're saying, it's just like, I can't, I can't imagine putting myself out there like that either, especially that early on. Like, I think asking for what you need sexually is already kind of intimidating a little bit. And so like to not know the person, I'm just like, what? I mean, it's, right? I wish I'm shook. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then, um, she got this message and this was like, is this same guy a or random, a different guy? No, oh, this is random. a random, like okay. this is the first the first thing that someone said to her. Okay. Hey, you are like beyond, beyond gorgeous. <laughs> this Why are you be... already giggling? I'm already laughing. I feel like you're blushing he, I, even having to read this. <laughs> I love, I love that. Like he like leads with like a big compliment. Of He's like, he Hey, does. you are like beyond, beyond gorgeous. This may be kind of weird question, but would you ever consider dominating guy? I would love to be your own personal slave. Oh, wow. I mean, and he spelled slave wrong. He spelled, How do you spell slave e. wrong? And there were two E's on yeah. it. I guess he was really excited and just slave. made that. Usually if I make a typo, <laughs> it's on the last word of whatever I'm sending. Yeah. Cause it's like you send and then you're like, shit, I spelled that wrong. <gasps> um, but yeah, I mean, it's like, he wants to be your slave. Like, uh, hi, how are you? <laughs> You know, hi, my name is Michael. Would you like to let me? Uh, would you like to dominate me? I can't. Amazing. I mean, I mean did she write back? Cute. No, she just didn't respond to that one. But he's yeah. kind of hot. Is Who he knows though? if it's actually his podcast? I know. Who knows <laughs> if it's I was just picture. thinking, is that actually Michael? <laughs> right. I don't even know what his name is. Oh, and, and that one, up. that one was sent at quarter to midnight i can see the time gross like i always think about like these people sitting behind these keyboards sending these nasty messages like are they turning themselves on and like jacking off while they do it it kind of yeah he's probably fucked up and how many how many girls did he send that exact same message to you yeah he didn't he didn't use her name so he just said he's like copy and pasting just waiting for one to be like fuck yeah i'll dominate you a hundred percent If you know anything about me, you know I am a massive creature of comfort. It is one of my top priorities in life to make my surroundings comfortable at all times. So when I found Cozy Earth, I quickly scooped up all of the luxurious bedding and loungewear that I could. It felt very on brand for me, but then I went on a trip with a girlfriend not too long ago where she could not stop commenting on how cute and comfy my pajamas were, which then made me realize they may also be my new favorite travel companion as well. Guys, I am not kidding when I say you will experience unmatched softness and smoothness with all of Cozy Earth's products. The temperature-regulating bamboo joggers and pullover crew add comfort and a touch of style to any travel ensemble, and their bedding comes in the most adorable totes, making it a super easy gift to give anyone. Discover your next destination for ultimate comfort at Cozy Earth. Visit CozyEarth.com and use our code VELVETSEDGE at the checkout for an exclusive 35% off and let them know we sent you when you're at the checkout. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Because there's nothing like a weekend pause with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies.
right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. I don't know. It's so interesting because we've had other friends on dating apps, which this absolutely terrifies me about that. Like, I literally hope that my boyfriend and I stay together so that I don't have to get on dating apps ever because it's scary the way that people are and the, the way that our culture has become, I think it's become a lot more openly sexual as we've been talking about. And like, that is just so fascinating and disturbing to me that people lead with that. Like, right. You're, there's no like, and this is just obviously my preference is I'm, I want to get to know someone and I'm myself a serial monogamous. Like I'm not just like out to have a bunch of casual sex. And so it's like disturbing. I would be so turned off by that. But I think a lot of people are like just DTF, like, all right, cool, let's do it. Yeah, I mean, it's, look, I mean, if you hit me at the right moment, I don't know how I'd respond. I was wondering, I was actually going to ask you that. I, you know, it's, I would definitely respond just for the humor's sake of it, just to see where it goes, but whether or not I um, would follow through with something like that. I also don't have any access. I mean, he could have amazing, He, I don't see his profile. All I see is the picture at the top of, she just sent me a screenshot of the message. Yeah. So I'm like, we're not working with like a, with all the tools in the in the box. He could have but, amazing um, what? Like you'd be like, he, I don't know, he could have he amazing like super, abs or something. If he was like super hot, yeah, yeah. maybe. Or huh. like, actually sounded interesting in this profile. All I see is like a kind of cute guy that's a real seems really creepy. <laughs> yeah. So here's my next question: If you write back to a guy like that and you're like, maybe I'm interested, what is your first question? Like, when was your last STD test? Right. Like, when do you turn into a grown up and go, wait, I mean, that sounds like fun and all, but like, how does that yeah. go? Yeah. I'm asking. I mean, I, I don't know if my <laughs> next, I don't know if my next question would be that, but like, I think eventually, like, after like I entertain the humor it? side of it, if it felt like it was like, I'm like, oh, I'm actually considering this. Yeah. Then I would probably be like, okay, <gasps> th- these are some stipulations. You're you like, know? I'm totally down to dominate you if you wear a condom. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's like, I need to, go. I need to see test results, all of this <laughs> yeah. shit. So call your doctor, doctor immediately and fax me over the test results. Who faxes anymore? <laughs> Who faxes anymore? This is when you know I've been oh up since three thirty. Have your doctor sent my doctor <laughs> yeah. all? medical <laughs> records so he can read them with a professional eye. I need to know what I'm dominating exactly. But this is like the thing. It's like, could you imagine, well, let's pretend like life was normal for a second. There's no coronavirus. And you go out to a bar and a guy walks up to you and he's like, hey, what's your name? Or hey, you have pretty eyes or whatever some guy's leading line is. And then the next guy walks up to you and he's like, hey, would you ever be interested in dominating me? Like, nobody would do <laughs> like, that. Literally right out of his mouth. I wonder if there's, like, a fun reality show in this. Like, Well, there know, was that like, show, The Pickup Artist. you remember that? Oh, I never watched that. But, but would they say like things this. that terrible? Or would they no. be, like, would they, like, insult you, you know? Well, like, there's that thing called nagging, which, yeah, it's, like, they kind of, like, pick at you and apparently it drives girls wild which makes me fucking crazy because I'm sure it does but it's like why do we want to be treated like that right um but yeah like I can't imagine anyone being that bold in real life unless you're at like a swingers club or something but like that you would walk up to a girl and just say that so it's so interesting that your first message to a girl would be that like just seems like maybe you could start with like even like did you fall from heaven or something you know what I mean like what, what I'm so bad at pickup lines what are they right. <laughs> Chip right. where did you go you're not paying attention right now you zoned out I feel it are you digging through a no, drawer I'm again here. no I'm here you just didn't have any pickup lines you wanted to follow up with oh did I don't I'm 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 like literally the world's worst pick worst pickup artist I feel like we need to do a social experiment when life goes back to normal and send you out into the clubs and watch you like flirt 
as an episode of At Casual. But but like saying things like, "Can I dominate you?" I would. I oh, maybe this is our send, experiment. I wouldn't be able to get the sentence out of my mouth. Maybe this is our experiment. Is you you we come up with the worst things you could possibly say and see what guys say. <laughs> And I'll get beat. What if I get beat up? I'd I'd have your back. Okay. <laughs> like that's gonna help anything. <laughs> I mean, you, if someone could take you out, they could definitely I've you take me a, out. I've seen you almost start a fight with Kira. Okay, Kiro, so. okay, we're digressing. We don't need to. <laughs> that is hey, true. You, though. So that is true. That bitch was trying to dance in my space. I know she was. <clears throat> we we saw Nicole was in town, and she reminded us of that moment. I was like, Oh really? Hey, I was like, I asked her. I go, Can you tell me something like? Was Kelly just starting a fight? She goes, I kind of feel like it. Okay. Well, first of all, this is just not true at all. And and I had been up. Oh, this is so mortifying to admit. Oh, God. First of all, there was a lot of tequila, which can go either way for me. I'm either a super fun tequila drunk or I'm angry. And this night, I was super fun for a while. And I was dancing on this like platform on the side of a booth. And this bitch just comes over and literally steps like she was like on top of me and not this is going to I can't I'm going to sound like such an asshole if I say this story, but she was trying to push me out. And I was just like, what are you doing? And also, I've been here for a fucking hour. Like I had laid my territory, you know, I had called it out. I was just trying to have a little fun. And then she um, pushed me. <laughs> and then my friend dumped a drink on her head. I'm like, how old are we? This is not well, that long and, ago. And the, the part that you're leaving out is like, we were there with one of the owners of the bar. Right. So it's like, I mean, this is like not, like, it's okay, not the place This isn't going to gonna end this. well for you, sweet Taurus girl. Yes, like, I think no. she got asked to sit down. <laughs> yeah. Like security was called and. I know. Yeah. Which I actually did. I felt kind of embarrassed about. I was actually just really embarrassed about my behavior. It I should have just been like, it was fine. Funny. It was totally but, funny. You know, you have those nights and like, I mean, don't come at me with tequila. I just, <laughs> right. <laughs> you never know. Right. I might be small, but I sure am sassy. That's the Cajun in me. So. <laughs> so wait, I have a question for you when it comes to this keyboard courage. Like, uh-huh. do you, as a, as a beautiful woman, like, do oh, you ever so. just get like, um, creepy dudes on your page being like, Oh yeah. Hey, you're hot. Send me nudes or like, cause I've definitely, I have a friend that thinks you're really hot. And whenever oh. you, um, whenever you put up a sexy photo, he always screenshots it and says like, give her my number or something <laughs> like, I mean, he's a You've creep anyway. And I love it. I'll, I'll have to show you. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, he has a girlfriend who he loves very oh, much. Oh, that's like, even more fucked up. But oh it's, my it's God. now it's now it's our thing. Now that he knows that we're friends, he's oh. like he's like turned the sauce up, you know. I see, so, I see, I see. He's just yeah. like messing around. Yeah. Um, I get really creepy messages. I get a lot of requests for feet pics, which is. <laughs> really interesting. I don't know. I'm like, you guys must not know about my foot tattoo because it's so hideous. Feet are a thing though, man. Oh my God. It's like, honestly, a friend of mine and I had a joke during the pandemic that like when our, our entire entertainment industry was like going away, we were like, I mean, should we start selling feet pics? Like what's, what's the next move here? Um, but yeah, I've gotten some like really weird requests. Like honestly, usually like I'll pick through them and I'll just start sending them to my boyfriend and I'm just like, you better straighten up because they're like so gross. <laughs> I mean, it's just like there's like a couple of guys will just say like, you know, all the things they want to do to me. It's just laughable because they're all disgusting. It's not like a normal guy is saying that kind of stuff. Right. So right. you just got to laugh it off. I mean, normally I just like delete and it moves on after yeah, I send I would... over to my boyfriend. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, we're to sort of bring it back to that sort of patriarchal thing. Like it's dudes think that they can just say that shit and get away with it. And like girls are going to be like, sure, here you go. Like I'll be right over. I think I wrote back. There was this one guy who had, you know, like when someone has a blue check, this was actually years ago. I was actually single at this point, but like you think someone with a blue check, this sounds stupid, but like it gave me a little safety for some reason. Like I felt like maybe, Oh, he, maybe he's certified something. He was a football player. But he, uh, he messages me and he said something and like, I was so shocked. I wish I could remember what he said, but I was so shocked at how forward it was that I wrote back. Does that actually work for you? Like, I'm so confused. And, and he was like, yeah, 
it was just shocking to me. Like I, and I, I stopped responding to him because it grossed me out so much. I mean, it, it kind of makes you want to be like, all right, I'll fuck you. Well, it didn't, it didn't for me. I mean, he was also like 10 years younger than me, which is also a turnoff for me. But like, I just was so shocked that, I mean, I think probably what happens is he's hitting maybe people around his age and they are like, oh, the confidence. Or maybe they think they're, they're the only one he's saying like how beautiful they are too. And I've just been in this game too long and I'm like, <laughs> okay. But um, yeah, I just, I, can't, I wish that I could remember. It was something about something on my body, but it was like extremely forward. And I was very turned off by it, but he said it works. And I was like, well, pick the wrong girl, but good for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm not down. This is, again, I'm like, oh, my God, the dating app world, like, props to you dating app warriors. I really, I'm so glad that I hear success stories and that it does work for people. We actually have a really good friend who just got in a relationship, and she's the happiest I've ever seen her. And it was from Hinge, and that makes me feel good about this stuff because I know, like, a lot of our friends have been in the trenches of the apps for a while, and it's, like, it's just scary out there. Totally scary. Yeah. Well, you're going to, again, you know, have to do some experimenting for us and get on an app Ugh. and then read us all the messages you get about the nasty things people want to do to you. <laughs> you know, what's funny is like, I feel like, I mean, cause I have used those apps in the past and it's like, I'm trying to think if I've gotten anything that's like, I'm sure there's been nasty things said, but I don't know. I feel like it's, it's more shocking when it's a man to a woman. Well, it's definitely like a little more aggressive. Yeah. And it feels a little more intrusive maybe or something. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not really down for it. Like save it for at least a third date. Jesus, take me to dinner first, man. <laughs> well, I also wonder like, and there's probably no way to really quantify this, but like what percentage like of these guys, like if the woman responded and was like, okay, sure. Like actually have the balls. Totally. To like are they asking. just doing it for shock factor to see what people say and like, then one one girl finally goes okay, and then they're like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, well, this guy on this last one that I read looks like he might actually follow through with it because the but, dominance guy. Yeah, I wish she would, but, and I wish she would like order a dominatrix to his house or something. Oh my god, just send, just a, send a fake, send a fake, <laughs> or just someone who. <laughs> Whoa, COVID. Uh, just kidding. Um, or someone who would just go in and rock his world and like he wouldn't even know what to do with himself. Yeah. Or just be like, well, part of my domination is I'm going to tell this woman to do this to you. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that would be amazing. Or this guy I to mean, do this to you. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> really you fuck, fuck with, with the wrong dominatrix. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll dominate you. And so will he. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. Um, okay. Well, I just think that everyone has a little more keyboard courage and I am, I just am like, I think it's a great way to meet people. And I think it's a great way to communicate. This is just like not even dating. If you're communicating on Instagram, I love connecting with you guys. Um, but let's all just be a little kinder maybe, or like keep in mind, like say what you would say in real life to people. Like, don't just become this like freak show because you're behind a keyboard. Yeah, I agree. I also, I mean, look, I've, I think that like all this keyboard courage like has been um, exacerbated in our current political climate. And there's, you know, people fight with strangers over things right. like often when you're clearly not going to change somebody's mind, right. you know, like it's just, it is what it is. So what, what's the point of even fighting? Um, but I, you know, I think that like discourse is a good thing. You just have to come at people. Right. And yeah, it doesn't have to be a fight. And I've caught myself like wanting to like respond to someone being like, Oh my God, this person's a fucking idiot. And like, I start to respond and then I'm like, wait, what's the point? Like I'm There's never going to no get point. through to these people. I'm not right. going to get through to them. So I think that we all could sort of like learn from that and just take a deep breath and take a deep close breath. that. Close the, close the app. Like, don't let strangers work you up over these things. Like, yeah, it's and if you if what? you don't like what we're talking about here, then don't listen. Like, right? We got well, like we got plenty of people that we love who are listening, and you oh, know, oh, and look, we're also not doing it just to. Pl we're doing this 
to have fun and we're not doing this to please people so if we're not your cup of tea then go drink some coffee okay okay (laughs) (laughs) um yeah i was gonna say just take a deep breath send people some love and light and like a fucking namaste it's just not worth it it is just not worth it um all right moving on to the next topic because we have two two listener emails that i wanted to get through Oh my God. Let me try that again. What'd you say? I said you didn't sleep last night. I did not sleep last night. I wish I could blame it on like the alcohol or something, but you know, like COVID. So no, it's just lack of sleep. Um, But so, okay. Anyway, there's two listener emails that I wanted to get to. They are actually some pretty tough questions. We're going to do our best to just give our input. Uh, again, take what you like, leave the rest. This is just our opinion and we, it's not our life. So, um, you have to make the, the best decision for you at the end of the day. Uh, this one comes from Carolyn Ann and she says, Hey, number one, I'm so happy you're feeling better. Uh, I really respect the work you do and all the positive positivity you put into the world. I was hoping I could ask you for some advice or if you have already recorded a podcast about this, where I should look. My boyfriend of over three years that I used to live with was cheating on me for seven months while we were long distance. He just moved to my, to my same city and said he wants to work it out. Any advice or podcast recommendations? I'm so overwhelmed. She later, I wrote her back, um, a couple times we kind of went back and forth and then she later told me he's he cheated with three different women so that was a little like oh. note to throw in there i personally have also been cheated on pretty royally um and this one like oh i just like like you just made the noise that i felt when i read it i was just like oh cuz when you've been in that situation you just know that feeling and it's fucking awful like i honestly i don't know a worse feeling I've felt in my life than finding that out, especially when you're thinking that your relationship is one thing and then you find out that it's a completely different thing or something else. There's like double life situation going on, you know? Yeah. I, um, like when I saw it, I, when you texted me and cause I had all of the information at once, I saw that it was three guys and my initial reaction was like, I want to shake Carol Ann. Like, yeah, there is in my mind, there is no question. Delete block. This person is not good for you. Like, by like, way. Bye. Like he had his chance. You were with him for years and he cheated on you. So I just feel like, um, it's the, the fact that she's even considering it says lots of wonderful things about her and she's probably a kind person and I'm sure there were qualities to him that she still likes but like move away she deserves yeah better. I mean it's super hard like I when I went through this myself my therapist says because do you want to know the, the thing that was so fascinating to me was I was actually three months out from getting married, like an actual wedding. I was engaged when I found out that he had been cheating the entire relationship. And um, the one thing that people said to me so often was, you're so brave for canceling your wedding. Like, so brave. And I was like, what? I could not I could not process how people thought that was so brave because I didn't feel like I had a choice. I was like, this motherfucker has been cheating on me the entire relationship. Like, even if we would work it out, there is no chance I can get married in three months. Like, are you kidding? Right. That was like shocking to me. But apparently, as I was told, it's very common that people still do. Like, they'll find out there was cheating and then they get the, the wedding is already too close. And so they just get married anyway. And whatever, everybody has their story. But what I realized in therapy is cheating is a deal breaker for me. And, um, and she was just like, and that's okay. Like you have to decide that for yourself. You know, I do know people who have worked it out after cheating. So, and I think it's very circumstantial. Like if you're married, if you have kids and it's like a one-time thing or, you know, just like, it's very situational. Like we always say with these questions, it's hard because we don't fully know the story of this relationship or their age or anything about that. But, um, yeah, I think like if my advice to Carolyn would be, uh, what are your deal breakers? And, you know, I think it's okay if cheating is one of them. Like, and just cause this dude wants to get back together with you, like, what do you want? Do you want him back? Can you actually 
move on. And then if you decide, yes, like you can put the things in the past, I would also say like, maybe talk to a therapist with him. Like, because obviously there was some sort of breakdown somewhere in the relationship. And so, you know, just making sure that you get on the same page and your communication is a lot more clear uh, so that this doesn't happen again. Right. Yeah. I mean, look, it sounds like he moved to her town. I'd be curious to know if um, she had any idea he was coming or if he just like arrived and is like, I want you back. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's so, it's like so not fair to her. Well, um, I, th- was, I think that's right too. What he's done. And I think it's really hard. Like, when I first read it, I was like, oh, you know, he cheated. Maybe he made a mistake or just, again, it was like something. Like one time feels so different to me than three times. One time isn't okay either. But like it feels different than three different people. Because like at that point, like you know what you're doing. And right. it's not just like, oops, I made a mistake. It's like pretty intentional, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. Those are just some things to ponder and um, really like, I think there's just a lot of questions that you would need to answer for yourself in that situation and, and really like get honest with yourself about. And a lot that he needs to answer too. To, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. But like take him out of the picture for a second and go what, like to me, this is what we as women do a lot. I'm so guilty of this, but it's like, Oh, well, he wants to work it out. Well, what the fuck do you want? Do you want to work it out? Like, this is what I'm really trying right. to ask myself in my life, you know, like at this age, it's like, what do I want? And, and how do I make that happen for myself? Taking everyone else out of it. Like, how do I take control of my own life and getting what I want myself? I think guys are a lot better at that than girls are uh-huh. naturally. Um, okay. So this next one, she wanted to remain anonymous, but, uh, she said, Hey Kelly, I'm listening to your August 7th podcast and I cannot explain how great this is. My husband is super quote unquote fuck heavy, not sex. Fuck. I say that because there is no attention given between us. It's literally just living. And then when it's time to go to bed, the expectation is to have sex. However, after listening to your podcast, it is literally just fucking. I will try and talk to him and he is so absorbed with his phone. We do work and have two kids. Life is busy. But at 9 p.m., I think I should have some attention too, right? And by attention, I mean a conversation. I'm a talker. I don't need flowers, spontaneous dates, etc. for affection. Literally just talk to me. Invest in a conversation. So my question is, how can I engage him? His sex fucks, fuck expectations are daily. I'm not interested. I feel like it's give, give, give. Chip, what are your thoughts? Um, well, it sounds like they need to have a really <laughs> like, important conversation. Because, it, I mean, it sounds to me that this actually like probably bleeds. It's not just about what's happening in the bedroom, you right. know? Because I feel like I just give, give, give. Um, and I'm like, look, I look at the house that I grew up in. I'm a single person, so I, I can't sort of relate to what it's like to be married. But I, I know how – like my dad worked really hard, but like my mother ran circles around him yeah. because she – you know, it was like everything. Like my dad worked really hard to provide for us. My mom also had a full-time job. She never missed a sports game. She dealt with, she did the laundry. She cooked. She did ev- like, she was, it was everything. And yeah. my dad did a lot of stuff outside the house too. But like, mom, talk about give, give, giving. Like, I see that happen. I saw that happen in my life. Um, and, um, but I, I also don't think that my father ever took her for granted. And, um, and they're still married and they're still happy. And so I think that it's about like, it's the conversation that I think that probably needs to happen between Kayla and her husband is that just being appreciated. Like I think if she felt probably more appreciated overall, the sex would be more enticing, but it's like right now she feels like she's, it's a reward for something when she's not happy, you know? Yeah. That's kind of what I'm reading into this message. And I could be wrong. Maybe it is just like, that that part of the relationship she's not interested in because she's too fucking tired at the end of the day but to me it sounds like it's a bigger issue that she just needs to say like look like i'm i'm a person i'm here like talk to me because it just it just it sounds more like there's a broken relationship or something going on 
Yeah, I mean, I agree with that. And then also, like, I just hear a little bit of the same thing I just was talking about in that first message with Carolyn of maybe it's like asking yourself what you want. And then maybe it's like a need to set a little bit, you know, some boundaries of some sort to like take care of yourself. Because if you're not getting your needs met, then like, it's not really okay for you to just go meet someone else's needs constantly. Like that's the give and take of a relationship, right? Like it's, I don't think it's your job to give, to fulfill every part of your partner's needs, but like, it's definitely important to hear them. And if you can't even have a conversation about them or like feel like you're at least being um, heard at all, then it's not really your responsibility, in my opinion, to just lay down and like take it every night, if, especially if you're not there. To me, that's like abandoning yourself a little bit. Totally, yeah. Um, yeah, and also like the way that she described the quote unquote fucking, I think was in reference to how we were talking about, maybe it was like porn yeah. or something. And I was just like, it's just like going to pound town. Like that is not what a girl really wants. Usually it's like, you know, it takes a little more for us than just like that and so um I think that's another conversation yeah. to maybe look into is what do you want in the bedroom and, and maybe you don't know but like maybe these are like things to explore and just it doesn't sound like he's that willing to have conversations but then I think it's okay for you in that position to be like okay well I'm not okay just like fucking every night you know like right. you can say your piece be honest yeah I mean I, I think that um I mean, I obviously don't have any idea how old she is either. But I think that, like, people of a certain age were, you know, were raised to not even, like, talk about those sorts of feelings totally. and talk about sex. It's and hard. so I think there are probably a lot of people that just, like, have been willing to just lay there and be that for their spouse. And it's, yeah. it's just not... I, I, I commend her for recognizing those feelings. And I think by even sending this message is the first step to sort of like figuring that out or, Absolutely. you know, one of probably many first steps to figuring it out. But like, I think that it's, it is probably an indicator of something bigger and the conversation can start there and then see where it unravels. But, um, you know, yeah, maybe it even don't let it get to a point where it's like an angry thing. Just right. Like, or you're like punishing yeah. with your boundaries. Like, I, I think maybe too another point would be like that you just said about sex is kind of hard to talk about. Like, I do know there's so much shame about having conversations about sex with a lot of people. And like, it can be hard because of that. And so sometimes maybe it's easier to start with conversations of like, Hey, I need to connect with you. Like I, can we have a 10 minute conversation to connect at the end of the day and like start small and then, you know, like build up a little bit versus just jumping right into like, here's the issue with me. And I don't know. I know it never works well for me when like my guy feels like I'm just coming at him. Yeah. No, I, I, I think that it's, it just needs to be like, yo, I've been thinking about this. And I, I think there's, I, I think there's a safe way to do it without yeah. it turning into a fight. Yeah. Because okay. it doesn't sound like she doesn't want to have sex with him ever. It sounds like she just doesn't want to be like his fuck doll every night. You yeah. Know? Like, yeah. And I just hear a lot of like her needs not being met too. And yeah. so she's just depleted. So yeah. I think that those are the those are the hard things. I mean, if conversations aren't on the table, it always makes things a lot trickier. But maybe you can find a creative way to get those things started and uh, get that ball moving. Yeah. So I hope we were helpful. Again, I mean, we are just trying to talk to you as your friends would. These are based on our experiences too. I relate to a lot of the women who are open about, you know, just not knowing what they need and then getting depleted. That's been a huge thing for me, especially in relationships. I just like will overgive. And then before I know it, I have like nothing to give, you know, so I'm trying to find a better balance. Happy to, uh, to share all those experiences with you guys. And thank you again for sending us all your questions. Keep them coming. You can email us at, at casual at velvetsedge.com or slide into my DMs at Velvet's Edge or Chip is at Chip Dorsch. Next week, I'm actually so pumped about this. Chip, do you remember what we're doing next week? Yes, and I actually started reading his book last night. So I had um, entrepreneur John Roa on a couple weeks ago. He was on the Velvet's Edge podcast. If you haven't listened to that podcast yet, 
go listen. He's fascinating. I mean, he, he got super rich, super young in life. And so I think those kind of people are always intriguing to us, but I love his story because he talks through like the glamorous aspects of all of the things that he's gotten to do and building a business at a young age and selling it and all that stuff. But he also talks about the meltdown. Like he had a mental breakdown right after he sold his business. And that's not what you would think, you know, but he had been grinding so hard and pushing his body so hard and partying so hard. And, um, he just had a, a ultimately had a breakdown. So he talks a lot about, um, his anxiety issues that had come with all of the business stuff that no entrepreneurs really talk about. You know, it's like, you kind of have to put up that tough face and he's just getting really vulnerable And his whole book. Um, it's called a practical way to get rich and die trying comes out in September. Chip and I are both reading it right now, but it kind of, it kind of goes through, um, that story and just the wild times. And some of them, I mean, it starts out like in Vegas with two girls in his bed. It's like that kind of shit. Um, so we're reading that and he's going to come on at casual next week because he listens and he heard us talking about how we never have a male perspective. Like I get so many messages from females. I'm obviously a female. And so we're constantly talking about dating and sex from a woman's perspective. And I want to know a a lot of stuff from a guy's perspective. So if you have questions for John, we're doing that interview early next week. This is, this is Friday right now. And so we're doing that on Monday. So make sure to get your questions in over the weekend. It can be anything. It can be any sort of thing. I've started getting some already just about, um, what guys intentions are some sexual questions. I mean, I think he might be blushing a little bit. He said he's open to anything though. So you guys and bring it, it. And from the beginning of his book, it sounds like he had some wild. Yeah. Thoughts, so it's like, <laughs> I don't think he's think coming that, in without experience. Yeah. I, I think he is ready um, to answer some, some wild questions. So. Yes. So bring it on is what we're saying. Again, email us at at casual at gmail.com or slide into our DMS on Instagram at velvet's edge and at chip Dorsch. Uh, I hope you guys have a great weekend. I'm going to be like living my life, not casually. I'm actually going to go see some friends and, um, I'm going to wear a mask and be safe, but I cannot wait to get out of isolation. Chip, what are you going to do? Um, this weekend, I guess we're doing dinner on Saturday. Yeah. That's really my only plan. Okay. I'll probably do some things around the house, mow the lawn, you know, exciting weekend things. You love to mow the lawn. I, I know, think I've I referenced this before, but this is always, Chip, what are you doing? He's either going to a show, which you can't do right now, or you're mowing the lawn. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I do. I find solace in it. Like well, that and doing, doing the dishes is my thinking time. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, whatever you guys are doing, I hope it sounds more fun than what Chip just mentioned. And I hope that you guys always remember to... Act casual. Bye. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, 
or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.